And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers right here on the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com Wrestling Cheers where everybody knows your name and we also know who the fucking man is. I am your host. I am Heavy Set, and you know, this is Wrestling Cheers and we got to talk about wrestling. We got to talk about AIW and Absolution 12, a, a, a review episode that we've been trying to get to, but shit just falls through. But if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us, wrestlingcheers at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash wrestlingcheers. Follow us on Twitter, where we will be live tweeting this Friday's show. Enter the 36 Cryonic Chambers, which we will get to later in the show. And brand new Instagram at what else? Wrestling Cheers. And I'm trying to throw up photos and stuff to help, help promote this podcast help promote this show and hopefully within the next few weeks i will have the official wrestling cheers exclusive uh rss feed podcast feed available for people to download i know people want to just be able to download this show instead of all the other shows on the trending topics network said it before i hear you i understand i am recreating or resurrecting the ohio indie report feed like i've said before and i've actually changed it and now I have to resubmit the change feed to iTunes. So I also have to just have to take all the episodes that I've produced off of that feed and now put it onto the feed. And I'm trying to do that as quick as possible. But I lately just haven't had time. But it is something I plan on doing because, like I've said, I've heard you. And we will eventually get it done. I'm going to say give me till the end of next month. But I'm going to try to do it way before then. So September 30th, that's the day. I'm going to try to get it done. Anyway, we have the... The great AIW Absolution 12 to talk about. And, of course, I brought on the one and only Caden Ranky. Hello. Make sure you hook it up. Okay. That was my grandpa that you probably did her background. Hi, Grandpa. Even though I heard you close the door. Yeah, he's there for two seconds. <laughs> if I would have stalled, like, for just one more second, maybe even two more seconds, it wouldn't even been a factor. But yeah, Absolution. What a night. Kind of warm in the building, but yeah, it was a fantastic show. It's up there with Absolution 10. 10, 10, 10, 10. 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah, the one that, uh, you didn't leave early, but I know you went outside during the... I had to go outside during the Absolute title match because it was way too warm in that building. It, it, it was very unpleasant. And actually, that uh, that building's now, it's going to be, it's being changed. It got sold and it's being changed, and I forget what it's being changed to. A venue that might have air conditioning. Yeah. Sometimes the problem isn't air conditioning, because, like, Absolution 12, we had air conditioning. It's just there's so many bodies in there, and people are coming in and out of those doors that the good air escapes, and everybody's body heat just raises the temperature, and eventually it's it's miserable. Like, we, we there was a lot of uh, slips, and there was a lot of... It seemed like accidents that happened because of how sweaty the wrestlers were. I mean, there was a couple times they had to wipe down the ring 
because it was so bad. Because of the humidity. Oh, it's just just like when the DVD or MP4 comes out, watch the main event. You'll see what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's where it was most noticeable was during the main event. Nothing just the main event. I think it was like the last last half, uh, probably right around the, of all the title matches. Ah, uh, yeah. Now that I think about it, because that tag that's... team that tag team match. I mean, that's when you have like uh, eight bodies in the ring, all doing flips and stuff off the ropes. Yeah, and yeah, it, it was nasty. Just, ugh. But. Ugh. I wish we, we would have done this a little bit sooner, which actually, for those who want to know, we did try. We got maybe 15 minutes recorded of an episode, but my internet was complete shit, and it just kept dropping Caden and dropping him, and like we were like, all right, one more time. And I mean, I could have made it sound good by the magics of post-production and editing, but we were like, one more time, if it drops, we're done. We'll try another time. And gave it about five minutes. It did just that, so we're back. We're back to square one. Giving it another shot. So far, so good. We've been on this call for already 20 minutes, and we actually haven't had any problems whatsoever, but let's talk about Absolution. Uh, just right off the bat, what were some of your favorite matches of the night? I did have... This is what sucks. I've been scrambling to try to find it, but I've deleted it from my phone. I did have a screenshot from our private group chat of favorite matches of the night, and I had yours down, but yeah, that's gone i'm still trying to actually scramble to go through the, the chat to find it um match wise yeah I, I really enjoyed the lucha tag uh janella daniels was fantastic uh the women's title match was really really good yes um that was the first time there was a women's title match since absolution 10 i believe um not the, i should be the fact guy here because i don't miss too many shows but i'm pretty sure that's the first time there's been a women's title match on absolution 10 yeah i would maybe um, think so because uh, heidi was the champion during during uh 11 yeah yeah but with absolution 10 was the last time the women's side was defended and who knows where heidi is nowadays who knows starting riots <laughs> i'm not sure if that picked up or not but... i heard it in my headphones whether it'll come up on the final edit i'll try to emphasize it i, I just hope that picked up i just did the good show drum thing Did-a-ch. on my knees yeah that <laughs> All right, I found... Um, yeah, those are probably my top three matches. You, I finally found it. In our group chat, you had the 10-man tag, four-way tag, Daniels, Janela, Shayna, Mia, and the absolute title main event. Yeah, that was about to say. Those are my top five. I couldn't remember exactly what I had, so I just threw the three I remembered saying. Yeah. Uh, someone else, uh, Michael, he said, uh, he said 10-man tag, fans bring weapons, Kingston versus Lawler. Mia versus Shane in the Fatal Four, and Russell said, 10-man tag, four-way tag, fans bring the weapons, Lawler, Kingston, and the Fatal Four-way, and then he also mentioned uh, the Cole surprise was great, and then, of course, my absolute favorite spot moment of the night, the return of none other than the man, Nick fucking Gage. What a return. <sighs> um... I'm actually happy we got to do a redo because I, I was, I think I skipped that the fact that, or maybe I, I can't remember now, but the fact that I called it. Uh, I know it was actually in the original Joshua Bishop interview because we were talking about right after the event and I'm ecstatic about it. And so many people, I guess, within AIW like knew that he was coming back. And when they heard me talk about it on the podcast, they were like, no, the fuck he didn't. No, the fuck he didn't. Like, nobody told me. 
No one told me. I just guessed. And I, and I, and I like it that way, where I can maybe have the potential of calling something, or I don't even, I look at a moment like I, it's like I told you so, or I called it. You just guess out of left field like that. I, I look at it as something I wanted to happen happened, and it was fucking awesome. That's the the important thing that I look at because I I've been wanting this for majority of two years ever since he's been gone and the transformation that Donst has had from Absolution 10 to Absolution 11 then Absolution 11 to 12 of he turned at 11 and he had spent that whole previous year you know still on the whole cancer things and like the, the fans started to turn on him and he's been a he's been a great bad guy in AIW one See, of, his turn wasn't like immediate it was a slow the crowd still kind of cheered him at first and the thing and is they turned on him. the crowd still there's still those members those fans that will still cheer him that are adamant that, about how awesome Donst is our friend Reese is one of them and there's there's the Don section uh, guys I don't know their name I don't know, 100% sure if they listen but I know that like those are the the, the Donst diehards Maybe that's a great phrase to put it, of Donst diehards. They have, like, custom-made Donst shirts. They have the big, like, Donst cardboard cutout head. Like, when it comes to being Donst fans, they're the biggest Donst fans. There's no arguing this. And there's a good amount of them to where, I mean, they're still cheering him, and they're very vocal. And it's it's funny because you still hear, like, some back-and-forth chants, and one of my favorite moments in AIW since becoming a fan... I'm going to say Absolution 8, I believe it was. Putter Donst. Putter Donst. The back and, and forth there. You can go on YouTube and the video's still there. I just watched it like a couple weeks ago. Of Michael Hutter, Tim fucking Donst. Michael Hutter, Tim fucking Donst. Michael Hutter, Tim fucking... And it's... It progressively gets louder and continues for like and five, six minutes. And it continuously gets louder on both sides. It's not like what you stereotypically hear in WWE with the whole, like, maybe John Cena or Roman Reigns. I don't know. Let's go, Cena! Cena sucks! Where there's those vocal differences, and then there's obviously the level. Like, obviously, little kids can't yell as loud as many adult men can. But with Donston Hutter, it was just this back-and-forth equal Michael Hutter, Tim fucking Donst. Hands down, one of my favorite, like I said, moments in AIW. This comes close to, if not, beats it. And uh, Absolution 8, just speaking of the Hutter Donst, that was only when I was like a year into going to AIW. That was a little after your one-year anniversary, because your yep. first uh, Absolution was 7. And that was only your second show. Yep. See, I remember. You were so young back then. So little. Now I'm old. <laughs> All right, shut up, freaking Joshua Bishop. <laughs> my favorite memories of WWE was John Cena. Oh my God, I was an adult. Or no, I mean, when Cena, I was in, I was in high school. Like when Cena first became something, when he won his championship, I want to say I might have been a. Dude, that was two thousand five. That was my senior year. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, I turned nineteen right around that time because my birthday falls right around WrestleMania. So, ugh. um, <laughs> but that the whole. Going back to the whole Nick Gage thing, I, I told you what before the match started. I said if Nick Gage comes out during this match or at the end of this match, do you remember at the Tequila Jack show when Veda was a last-minute replacement for somebody? I can't remember who. Raylan was Raylan, and I went and I freaked. I went nuts. Oh yeah, because uh, she was injured. Uh -huh. I like I went nuts because like it was Veda and I love Veda. I was like, it'll be that. I don't know if I said times 10, times 100, whatever. I think you said times 100. Times 100. And then when that music hit, I tried to deliver 
on that times 100 because I flipped my shit. I know I wasn't the only one, but the return of Nick fucking Gage. Ah. There was a couple other people that were going just as crazy as you were. Uh, Laporta was one of them. Dustin was another one. Definitely some other people. And there's there was actually people flicking off Gage. Didn't like the whole That's thing. That's not smart. I I loved it. We well uh, we'll go in order. We'll try to go in order of the uh, the events that night, and we'll, we'll definitely get to the end one more time. But I'll just say that's hands down my favorite moment of the night, and a recurring theme that actually we need to mention too for the night was the students. I, Every one of their matches. I don't remember how many places I've said it, and if I'm repeating myself, I, I apologize. But the students put on a fantastic show, and it's not just the students in the new AW versus old AW, now known as hashtag, or I, I keep saying hashtag, but as uh, no consequences. They were great, but also PB and Flynn. Dominic. That was good. Yeah. Dominic Greeny versus the Duke. So Dom killed it too. Alex Daniels. He had a great match with Joey Janela. And uh, the debut of the production, or now know them as the production, Colby Red, Derek Direction, and... I already mentioned Frankie Flynn, but having that form in something that I know I've repeated and I think I've said in our original conversation is, you know, I feel that this is a new brand in AIW and the fact that you have the production and no consequences and uh, do- oh, Dr. Dan and Brian Carson. Brian Carson. Fans bring the weapons match. Yeah, fans bring the weapons match. Brian Carson, a guy who I have had issues with, and we we squashed it at Biggin's funeral. The fact that he bled the way he did, I didn't expect that. There's pictures up for anyone that hasn't seen it. Go check his Twitter or his Instagram. Is that someone checking the Instagram or Twitter? <laughs> that was something. <laughs> um, all, hands down, all the students killed it, and that kind of leads us into the show for this week or as this gets uh drops because i'm planning on dropping it friday that's the normal time now for to drop these episodes with tonight's enter the 36 chronic chambers at music links student show if you don't already have tickets buy tickets come out to the show these guys absolutely killed an absolution they killed it in the student show and they're going to kill it now and we have two of these shows back to back and we'll get more on some of that stuff later, but let's let's get into the actual absolution card. We uh, of course we started off the night with the salute. Well, no, I was gonna say the salute and everything for Chandler Biggins. Uh, Which yeah, it was exactly how to imagine. I love the trailer that has been put out for Absolution Twelve when pretty much the only audio of it is all of us chanting. Chandler Biggins. Yeah, that's very cool. The only thing that I would change about that trailer is literally at the last second, you hear the Metallica gong for Nick. Yeah, that's a good idea. No, I mean, just that last second, but nonetheless, still great. I'm planning on, if if it's available this Friday, I plan on buying it, like physical copy. If not, I'm going to get it ASAP. I think this, like I said, fantastic show. I rated up there with 10. I think it was, you mentioned 10. There was like too warm for me to enjoy. Rewatching on DVD is one of my favorite absolutions. <laughs> this, it was warm, but it, I, I just don't think it was as warm. One of the things that I remember about Absolution 10 was I didn't go out until the show was over. Because that's when you, when you try to come back into that, that's when you feel it. So instead, I, I mean, I stayed in there all through intermission after the show. And then as soon as I could, you know, said my piece to people, I walked outside and it felt so good. And then I went to IHOP and uh, I got a sweet tea, which is one of my favorite things. I swear, like, I just inhaled 
that class. Just like, all right, another one. Well, you just got that one 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Which, um, side note, since we didn't really get to talk about this when we last seen in person and in the, the previous try of this, the fact that I did go down to Rockstar, experience that. But I got to pull a page out of your book, and after the show, I went to Waffle House. Oh, a, a really, It is a really nice after- wrestling place to go especially when we walked first walked in there there was only like maybe like three people there and i think after we got there maybe like five or six seven people came in but still it was it was good good food and it it seems like it's not just you like there's a lot of other people like that's the after that's the post wrestling show place to go it's not busy you get your food immediately and you get a lot of food yeah. Sponsor us, Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's get some sponsors because I try not to put out a shitty podcast. So we need some sponsors, please. Maybe I need to check up some. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's move on. Let's actually start with the actual card where we had the Duke versus Dominic Greeny. And uh, the Duke wanted to get to Comic-Con. Starts off the show. It's the Duke. Yeah. <laughs> this it was, was a fun match, though. It was. I'm not going to lie. It was very fun. It was a good opener. And if you're going to start an absolution with so many different students on the card, maybe the most students we've seen on a card yet. I forget how many Almost were Almost every student. Uh-huh. Well, I, I forget how many were in matches last year. But you consider, like, Absolution 10 was the first one post-school where we had, like, a lot of people. And it was like, pretty much just two. It was, it was, yeah, it was just two matches. That and Alex Daniels in the main event. Yeah, that's true. I, it felt like more, but it really wasn't. Yeah, it was just you started off with the show with him, and you end it with one in this amazing, amazingly a stacked match. But Dom manages to get the win over the Duke, finally ending that whole thing. Um, wins via the Rings of Saturn. I didn't know what other way to put it. Yeah. Um, he probably has a better name for it. But... He probably does. The the purple belt. I don't know. <laughs> Next up, we had PB Smooth versus Frankie Flynn. And, I mean, if I'm correct, because this has been so many weeks since the show, it was mostly PB, but in the end, Frankie won and by clipping PB's knees with the trophy while being distracted by Colby Red and Derek Direction now known as the production correct pb Again, a very fun match very fun pb is great this he's going somewhere maybe not today maybe not tomorrow but this is a guy that's making a name for himself already being so new to wrestling and he's already has a little bit of a name mm-hmm. and then you have frankie flynn who as far as i keep hearing is an absolute nut job i love frankie though frankie's a great guy and i in the production Adding that wrinkle, I'm I'm excited to what we see going forward with this group. Are is the production going to be good guys, bad guys? Are we going to see them clash with no consequences? Are we going to see a tag team run out of any combination of the three? Are we gonna Are they going to do in uh, do the Freebird rule and they all defend the championship? What What will we see? And as a someone who's been around for so long, I'm happy to see Derek Direction finally get a spot in AIW, not just a one-off or just a bar shows where he's just coming in for a match. He's got a purpose. He's part of the production, and I'm excited for what's He's next. actually on 
like a main show. Yeah. And like, I got to see him the day after absolution. I said, welcome to AIW and I'm, I'm looking forward it. and uh, I'll let the cat out of the bag right now. I don't know when, I don't know where, but Derek is my next planned interview. And I got a lot of stuff that him and I could talk about where I think about four years apart in age. And I mean, this guy is hardcore nostalgia and, uh, Nickelodeon based type personality. I grew up watching Nickelodeon. There's a lot of stuff that we could talk about. I just bought three Funko Pops of Ario Monsters because well, the Walmart I went to had all three of them. And I went, oh, all right, I'm buying all three. Yeah, oh, cool. So there, there's a lot that him and I could talk about. And he's, I mean, he's in like four different local promotions off the top of my head. OCW, AIW. I think he still does Mega and Premiere. Yeah, well, Though, maybe. Premiere. We'll see. Pre- yeah. What's odd is Premiere and OCW seem to run the same days. So how that's going to work between both companies, I have no clue. And, oh, uh, I forgot to mention Old Wrestling. I don't know what you're talking about. Old Wrestling? Never heard of Old Wrestling? Uh, Derek doesn't work there. Brother. <laughs> Shouldn't it be like his grandfather? Yeah, that works. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be hidden. Shh. <laughs> I'm not good at this time difference thing. There's a quote that I could use from Doctor Who right now, but I'm trying to remember exactly what, what it is. Is um, at the end of the quote just goes, "Time is just a bunch. It's a uh, wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff." I'll put the quote at the end of the episode if I remember. When you remember, yeah. Uh, if people want to catch it, or I'll put it right here if I remember. People assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect, but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. So, going forward onto this this fantastic match, we had Britt Baker versus Hornswoggle in a Fans Bring the Weapon slash Lumberjack match, and of course, we had Dr. Dan and Brian Carson in the corner of Hornswoggle and Space Monkey and... Dick Justice in the corner, Britt Baker. Hornswoggle was very mad at me. Yeah, do you, do you want to elaborate on all the things you brought? Where do I begin? I brought a back cover and Skittles. Yes. That was the thing. Uh, I brought a carpet strip rectangle box with barbed wire wrapped around it. A carpet strip board. I'm trying to remember things that got used. Um, things that got, like, things that got used, I think that's, like, all that I made that got used. Because I had, like, an entire car full of stuff. You always do. You always bring crazy fucking shit. I bring too much. Just no, uh, uh, light tubes. Unfortunately. Of course, this match had a fantastic ending. And you had actually, ooh, I can say this now. You can go to Instagram, instagram.com slash wrestling cheers, and a video that I just posted as of this recording congratulating Adam Cole on reportedly signing with WWE and NXT, but we had someone come out in a Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham shirt and a Laredo Kid mask. He wanted to help the the team of Hornswoggle and Dan and Brian Carson. Puts on a shoe with tacks on it, which was a weapon someone brought. I had nothing to do with that at all. <laughs> I literally had nothing to do with that. Puts it on while Hornswoggle's back is turned, takes off his mask, super kicks... Carson, uh, what's the move that he does to Dr. Dan? Gave Dan, like, a brain buster on his knee. Mm-hmm. And then Hornswoggle turns around, and there he is, Adam Cole, baby. And then... Of course, we dubbed him Laredo Cole. <laughs> Laredo Cole. And... 
you have you have it down as Britt Baker wins via barbed wire assisted submission. It's uh, if I'm correct, it's the same submission that I think of when it comes to John Thorne versus Ricky Shane Page. It was a bit different. That match was more like a Boston Crab gimmick. This one was like a crossface. Uh, I don't think it was the ending of the match, but there because I have maybe it was a different match, but I have an eight by ten of Ricky Shane Page with barbed wire in his mouth, and I know it's from Turner's Hall, and it's a match that I've seen. That yeah, that's a different match. That was from a couple months before. Okay, it's all blending together. I remember it was part of the the John Thorne feud. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. Oh, was that a Drake? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I remember that show. Good show. I wasn't there, but it was very good. But this match was a fun match. I think the, my favorite moment besides the whole Adam Cole thing was using Silly String as a weapon. And that was literally within like the first 30 seconds of the match, I think. And immediately I went, sold. Great match already. Fantastic. Give me more Silly String as pepper spray. It was great. Next up, we had Eddie Kingston versus Chucklet. I mean, Filthy Tom Lawler. Hmm. Which, I didn't get the Chuck Liddell thing. Someone pointed it out to me, and I went, oh, I think it was Joshua Bishop. And I went, oh, I didn't get it. I got another you, don't, you don't watch UFC? No. I watched Brock. I watched Jessica. And now I'll watch Ronda if she fights. That's it. I don't know what our Brock is. Oh, uh, Stipe. I tr- if, if I'm available, I'll watch Stipe, because he's Cleveland. Yeah, that's fair. In all honesty, I have very little recollection of this match. I they just, just chopped each other and suplexed each other. It was yeah, that's what, good. That's what I'm about to say. It was just, it was a fight. That's pretty much what it was. It was just a fight. It was very entertaining. And Lawler won via front face lock. That's the best way I could put it. Again, if we're getting these names wrong, please just tweet us. Yeah, please. Up next, we had Caden's favorite wrestler, Sean Schultz, versus all-ego Ethan Page in a bull rope match. First one since Abso 7. <laughs> I love Boro matches or Indian strap matches. The whole concept of the only way you can win is by hitting the turnbuckles. Love it. Absolutely love it. The, the more I can see of these matches, the better, in my opinion, because I, they're not done that often. Like it's, I think they're rare. it's one of the few match types I don't think you'll ever find in a video game. Yeah, that's true. I don't really recall it ever being in a game. I don't think, I think this match you'll never see in a game. I don't think they've ever, and they'll never do a dog kennel from hell match in a game. And I don't think, and I could be wrong. I don't know if Punjabi prison has been in a game. If it has, it's just coming this fall. Yeah. I don't think Punjabi prison's ever been in a game. Wait for it. Just wait for it. Coming this fall. Oh, you know, it's, I, you know, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The, th- the thing that I love about these matches, just because it's the drama of hitting the turnbuckles, my favorite match of, uh, these types was i believe stone cold versus savio uh strap match Mm -hmm. it was like austin was hitting the top turnbuckle he was driving savio and savio was hitting the bottom and they did three and they got to the corner and austin freaking catapulted him to the last turnbuckle and savio won if i'm correct i believe you are but with this match i think there's nothing Nothing much we can say about it. It, it was a it was a typical. It was a nice feud ender. Yeah, uh, there was a couple times Sean Schultz took off the strap, took off the bull rope, and you know was, was fighting Page like that, and then you know he'd put it back on and all, all that stuff. I all off. Yeah, but it ends with typical fashion. Uh, Ethan Page hitting four corners. Like I like this one. You just write Ethan Page wins because there's nothing else you could really say. It's well, it's a strap match. He won by hitting. 
all four corners. He won by touching all four corners in succession. <laughs> Before Sean Schultz, the end. Uh, and then uh, post match, which I, di- I didn't get video of this, and I'm, but I got a, a decent picture. Uh, Page got to say a few words about Chandler Biggins. Obviously, Page, you know, is not American. He couldn't just come to the funeral, so it was his opportunity to say something. And I, according to the promo, like people weren't supposed to grab the mic, and I don't think talk about Biggins or that type of thing. Like they did everything at the beginning. At least he wouldn't. They weren't supposed to grab the mic. And he said, you know, you know, if I get fired, I get fired. Says his piece, and then he <laughs> he walks away, goes through the curtain, and then you hear John Thorne on the microphone go, Ethan Page is not fired. It was the best. I really hope that makes it to the show. It's not going to. I just kind of hope it does. But it was a fun match. I, like I said, I like those type of matches. This it's nice in the Borough match come back. Oh, yeah. This led into intermission. And when we came back, we started off with old AIW versus new AIW. Jollyville Fuckets, Matt Justice, Bobby Beverly, and Eric Ryan versus Joshua Bishop, Trey Lamar, AJ Gray, Chase Oliver, and... Gary the King Baller. The funny thing is I'm reading Twitter. Like, I'm just reading our Twitter feed from the event. And I, <laughs> when I got to AJ Gray, I tried not to say Rich Homie Juice. Yeah. Because uh, that's that's his Twitter. Have this this match was, as a retweet, I retweeted, said, bonkers. Um, you kind of heard this talked about on the IW's podcast. Uh, some of the veterans were a little stiff to some of the other wrestlers. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's very noticeable. <laughs> Poor Trey Lamar. Yeah. It was mostly towards him. Mm -hmm. I felt bad. So we had, I mean, like this match was nuts. It's one of the top matches I plan on going back and rewatching. And new AIW won. Uh, New uh, No Consequences. Hashtag No Consequences. Hopefully that goes better than hashtag Nixon. Hey, (laughs) I enjoyed that. I did too. I did too. But other people didn't. Nixon 2.0. Bring it back. (laughs) It almost seemed like it. No, it seemed like NXT 2.0 or Nexus 2.0. Yeah, we're not going to go into that one. (laughs) Um, Then up next we had Shayna Baszler versus Mia Yim for the AIW Absolute Women's Championship. What's the proper name for the belt? Because it's funny, you'll hear it pronounced or announced different. I think Pedro used to say the AIW Absolute Women's Championship. That's probably it then. And then sometimes it's pronounced, or people say the AIW Women's Championship. I think the belt actually says Women's Championship. Well, because trying to fit Absolute Women's Championship on there would probably be a bit difficult. So will anybody who is within AIW who listens to this podcast, please get back to me on what is the official name of the title or did did the title name change because hey that happens in wwe all the time where like especially with the world championship it's changed names you know was it just the wwe championship then the uh wwe world heavyweight championship actually the funny thing is if you go back to the winged eagle that belt is it says it's the wwf world heavyweight wrestling champion jeez so like the, the proper name has can change without like fanfare yeah, without really anyone knowing. Yeah, so AIW. Is it the Absolute Women's Championship or just the AIW Women's Championship? A- asking Wadsworth here. <laughs> That's true. Or Steve Guy, because I know he listens sometimes. Shayna Baszler retained via leg bar. Again, there's probably a name for that. There probably is a name. Maybe it's uh, the May Young Lock. I see. <laughs> because we will be seeing both of these women, and I think we mentioned in the preview, in the May Young Classic, and... I'm wondering how long Shayna holds on to the title. She's coming up on a year. She is. There's honestly a part of me that would love to see see her pull a page in AIW. 
of what Paige did in NXT. Of yeah. Just, she drops the title. She just doesn't lose it ever. Yeah. She just, hey, I'm in WWE. I'll come back. I'll come back for the belt later or something. I'll come back for the belt eventually. That would be absolutely amazing. I mean, you know, I don't know if Shane will ever come back to independent wrestling. Maybe they use it to to put somebody else over. I don't know, but I would. I'm curious. I should say right now, if I were to put money on someone who's going to beat her, and seeing how Mia is also someone who a is not around AIW a lot, and b also could be going the May Young Classic way or post May Young Classic, I still think Britt Britt could easily be the AIW Women's Champion because she's there every month. Mm-hmm. My thing, I've said this, and it's going to sound stupid, but being believable, that's my thing. After Shayna's beaten everyone, including Britt. So Sasha Banks shouldn't beat uh, Nia uh, We're not going to go into that. <laughs> we're not going into that. Um, yeah, I, I go the believable way. A Fisto would be great. I still want that match to happen. That needs yeah. to happen, because that'll be awesome. When it comes to Lou Fisto and AIW, I just want Jordan Grace to come to AIW. Hopefully soon. Maybe whenever GNO returns. Whenever that is. Bring bring these two wonderful women. Especially just Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace. <laughs> yeah, because a friend of mine told me about her years ago. And I was just like, oh, okay, man, whatever. And I think I liked her on Facebook just to follow her. And then, like, over the past year, like, I've just watched her blow up. Hey, she's and everywhere. I know. And I, I don't know if it's partially because of Lou Fisto. I mean, them two tagging is obviously a, a great idea for a tag team. Um, could be her boyfriend, Jonathan Gresham. Help. I mean, not saying like it's it's she's leaning on those two. It's like those could be giving her more opportunities. And why not? You know, I don't know if she's even wrestled in Ohio. I don't think so. The only company that would that would book her would have to be Rockstar. Or Remix. Technically not Ohio. Oh, no, it's Marion. Are they Marianne. on that? Are they on that? Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, are they on, do they sometimes do shows in West Virginia, though? No. Is that Okay, it's always... Okay. I always forget about... I think it's just right there on the border that I always forget about Remix. So, yeah, Remix could do it. Come on, Remix. You guys book interesting people. Book that. They book interesting people. Yeah, they they, they do, indeed. They book Bubba Ray Dudley or Bully Ray. <laughs> I've seen that. I don't know if I'm... I probably won't go to that. But more on that stuff later. Anyway. Uh, next up, we have Joey Janela versus Alex Daniels with Gregory Iron in his corner for the IW Intense Championship. And A, Greg killed it with his outfit. Again. Again. Put on a basically a jumper with a bunch of, what do you call them, fuzzballs attached to it. And Joey Janela wins the Intense title via crossface. And post-match, Gregory Iron tried to talk to Alex Daniels after the loss, and Alex pushed him down. Here's the fun part about all this. Since Absolution on July 21st, Alex Daniels is dropped off the face of the earth. As I'm reading these tweets, at Alex Daniels AGD is not selectable. Twitter account has been deleted or changed, but I last I knew it was deleted. Oh, it's gone. He's not on Twitter at all. And he had mentioned last week on Facebook that he was deleting the page. I asked Greg about this. He says he has no idea, and I don't know if he really doesn't know or whether it could very well be Alex Daniels trying to pull the wool over people's eyes when he's going like maybe he'll take a little bit of time off and he'll come back i know he has a show in i forget where i think it's a different state he has a show this sunday yeah i don't know what's going on with him and there's a part of me that's like concerned is he walking away is this is he basically pulling a joshua singh and just he's done with wrestling or is he trying to outsmart people so when he makes his return to aiw or whatever that people will get surprised because we didn't see it coming. I could see it being both of them. I know. 
deep down, if, if Alex hears this or people who talks to Alex hear this, if this is a work, God bless you. Because I'm I'm not expecting it. I don't I mean, want to be worked again. No. <laughs> uh-uh. All right. We already went through this once. I don't think everybody knows that, though. We're not going to say what it is. I know. But it, it just means when he shows back up, I'll be shocked. It'll be Nick Gage all over again. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say every month that... We're going to get Alex Daniels come out. Like, I'm not saying this Friday, you know, versus Glacier, Alex Daniels is going to come out. No. Will you be as excited as you were for Gage when Alex comes back? What if? What if? And I'm only going to say this now. And this is a long build. Gauntlet for the gold. Entrant 30. He comes out and returns. Wins? Yes. Wins. Hmm. I can see it. I can very much see that. We'll see what the future entails, but, uh that's what i i hope happens alex if you manage to listen to this wish you the best i hope you're not quitting please come back please and if you and, and, and if you come back take your time that's all i'm gonna say i'll i'll go nuts for you though but for now we have to move on uh up next is the aiw tag team championship match we had the ninja elite squad versus djz and the Rado kid versus crazy pain Versus to infinity and beyond, and it, it does need to be mentioned that during the match, Flip Kendrick was uh, attempting a backflip to the outside and double moonsault to the floor. Double moonsault, thank you. Uh, I I put down that he hit his head on the edge of the ring, but I I don't know if it was that or the floor. Oh, it was the floor. It was the floor. Okay, it was one of those things because where we're sitting, we couldn't necessarily see, but you could hear it. That was the thing. You heard the thing his is, head what... just go. But I wasn't sure if it was on the ring, which would make a, would make a thud, or the ground, which would make a thud. It all happened so quick, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it wasn't good either way. It was bad. And uh, he was taken to the back, and we can say that I think he was released from the hospital the next morning. Not necessarily everything's fine, but it was nowhere near as bad as it uh, could have been. Because I think I, I, I had put out that, that I just like saying, keep him in your thoughts and prayers, and that this isn't too serious. And someone said, look legit, like the ugliest way to land. And then he maybe went on off to certain other things. But my whole thing was, it's definitely legit. I know it was. But there's like a severity level. It could be, oh my god, this he's doomed. Like major problems to, or what it ended up being, he's out of the hospital the next day and everything's going to be fine. Or kind of like uh, the PCW show that you went to and someone got injured. Where the dude like tried to go for the ACH flip dive off the middle rope to the outside, slipped, landed on the apron, and knocked himself out. Mm-hmm. Got stretched out of the building. He was released from the hospital a few hours later. Yeah. And everything was not necessarily fine, but could have went a whole hell of a lot worse. Well, it could have been bad, but he's okay. He's wrestling. And uh, at that point, yeah, this match was just as crazy as it was the first time around. And at this point in the night, this is when the, the, the mat was just a slip and slide. And we obviously we did have everything that happened with Flip. Clemens came out to do the count, like he was, he was coming from the back or something, and he actually ended up slipped and fell before before doing the count. But your winners retaining the AAW Tag Team Championship to Infinity Beyond via roll-up. Roll-up finishes. We'll see what's next for the AAW Tag Team Champions. Another double Nothing. <laughs> oh, hope not. Anyway, um, next Which up is double the, dare. Oh, just I don't know. Bring back the head on her. Bring back anybody but that one dude or bro. All right, the 
main event of the evening, the AIW Absolute Championship, Josh Prohibition versus Lewis Linden versus Tracy Williams versus the champion Tim fucking Donst. And this was not an elimination, and Donst did retain via the, via the Gator Roll, but that wasn't the end of it. Like we stated earlier in the show, like I stated on the preview, one, two, three, Donst wins, and then you hear the gong from whom the belt was. <laughs> and the, I think there was like about a second of hesitation, where it was like, what? And it hits again, like the song goes. And the place went nuts. There was a part of me that was afraid that it wasn't, it was going to be a work. Like, haha, this, you said this was going to happen. Fuck you. It's not happening. This is a tease. Like, Daunts would kind of do the, the, I think of Edge and Lita when they teased Matt Hardy during their, their wedding and when, uh, Shawn Michaels was in Montreal once and they, he hit, they had Brett's music hit and, you know, he freaked out. But then, like, it was like, haha, it was just a work. That's what I was afraid of. I was afraid it wasn't going to happen. Then out comes Nick Gage. First, he has the mask on. I'm like, uh, I'm excited. Please, like, this lets us be him. He takes it off. It's fucking him. I go nuts. He gets in the ring, and him and Donce are face to face. And now my other fear starts to kick in. They're just going to shake hands. And they're going to be friends. Yeah, and they're going to be friends. Nope. That's not what happens. And Donce gets killed. Donst gets murdered. No pun intended. Murder, death, killed. Um, he cuts a promo, walks around in the crowd. I have, I have like some pictures of him being us right in the crowd, right by us. Uh, place goes absolutely nuts, and that is how Absolution ended. What a way to end the show. The best ending ever. ever? I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put that high. Well, of Absolution since I've been going, and then the only one I've missed was nine. You did miss nine because of the thing of work. Absolutely. This and the Nixon one are my two favorites. See, Nixon's up there. It was just so ridiculous. I think this top, because there was no buildup. It was just matches over, boom. Nixon had a few month build, and we knew something was happening. That is the only reason why I think it's going to top it in my in my book. I understand where you're coming from. So if if I picked a top five matches of the night, the Ted Band Tag. I mean, this is in no particular order. Ten man tag. Fans bring the weapons. Flynn and Smooth. Alex versus Janella. And I have to say the main event. Main event's really fun. Yeah. Minus everyone sliding on the ring every time they tried to go for something. Still, nonetheless. Still excellent. It was fun. It was I would recommend everybody to check this out when it when it hits MP4, DVD, Blu-ray, whatever. Right now, there's, uh, I think Thorne was saying hit, uh, buy up the Blu-ray because they get more money for it. Fine. I will be probably picking up the DVD and looking forward to sitting down and rewatching this. I'll get the MP4 and I'll be promoting it. Yeah. But now, let's let's get into the preview part of this episode. Because screw it, we're just going to have it with one big episode. We have entered the 36 Cryonic Chambers featuring Glacier this Friday, August 18th, 2017, 7.30 bell time. We'll see. At- <laughs> uh, let's see who's late uh, m- at music links formerly tequila jacks 78 65 plains road men are on the lake Ohio. Bye, bye, giant eagle if you need some snacks or you need to walk around and stay out of the heat because it's probably that's, gonna be warm that's uh impromptu 
let's let's look up what the weather is going to be like for men are on the lake ohio <laughs> this is five minutes from my house screw you just to make everyone feel bad <laughs> i'm close to the venue all right as of right now we are looking at a.m thunder a.m thunderstorms scattered thunderstorms in the morning then partially cloudy late high of 77 winds from west to southwest at 10 to 20 miles an hour chance of rain 40 percent and then partially cloudy at night with a low of 63 might not be too bad compared to last time no yeah the day before it's a high of 82 and saturday it's a high of 77 so fingers crossed it's not too bad or it's gonna be 95 degrees shut up i hope 95 All right, um, some of the matches we have. We have Big Tuan Tucker versus the Duke. Dedication Personified versus the Jollyville Fuckets. Joshua Bishop versus the debuting, official debut in AIW. He was at Absolution as a Lumberjack. Old Mance is finally debuting. Mance Warner. A, A match with another debut, Dominic Greeny versus Maxwell Jacob Friedman, MJF, which... I was going to put it in the episode, but I'd have to find a way to rip it from Twitter. I probably could find out how to do it, but MJF released a very good promo for this match. Let's face facts. At two years in, I've done more than most professional wrestlers can claim to do in 20. And yet, for some odd reason, I'm just now getting to enter a company that I've absolutely loved and not ashamed to admit that I've loved for quite some time now. A company that is known for building stars in professional wrestling. And that company is AIW. But the landscape of absolute intense wrestling has absolutely intensely changed because all of those top tier guys have gone on to greener pastures and any of the guys who have stayed have kind of lost that new car smell. But that's where I come in. See, Dominic Garini, what AIW needs is not some mute dude who is really good at throwing people into the ground and trying to make them tap. That's boring. See, what AIW needs is a guy who has five-star match after five-star match. A guy who can't help but talk and have quite possibly one of the most charismatic promos in independent professional wrestling today, what AIW needs is MJF. And Dom, don't take this as a disrespect. See, what you lack in sex appeal, you more so make up for in being a freak athlete, in being a top-tier Brazilian jiu-jitsu competitor, in being a man with a purple belt? Cool. See... I have gold belts because that's what I do. I go to companies, I elevate them. And in return, I get to elevate myself. AIW, congratulations, because you are about to have the debut of your new star. And his name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Because I'm better than you. And you know it. Maxwell, Friday night, I'm going to choke you out. And it's kind of funny. Uh, Dominic Greeny is having another debut, AIW debut match. First, at the last sh- uh, 
Menor show with Myron Reed. Now it's MJF. And uh, Jimmy Rave, too. Oh, Jimmy Rave, shit. Literally every Menor show this year, he's faced a debuting guy. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out the next of Tequila Jarrah Music Link show and see. I just refer to it as Menor show because we're probably going to change the venue name again like, next I mean, year. Technically, at the, I keep wanting to call it the Sandman show, uh, Wrestle Rager 2, he's also wrestling a debuting kind of. Wrestling. Um, or fighting a debuting wrestler, quote unquote, and a oh, he's and, uh, uh, the lead singer of if I get the name right, as L.A. Die. Every time I no. die. Every time I die. I get these two bands mixed up. They're, I I listen to neither of them, and they both have some form of death in their name, so I get them mixed up. Death, despair, hatred, Adam Laporte's favorite kind of music. See, I like I like metal, but I never got into Every Time I Die. When I hear Actually, the name Every Time I Die, uh, people can look this song up. It's by a comedian by the name of Brian Posehn. His so- the song is called Metal by Numbers, and he mentions in the chorus Every Time I Die. I believe it's the chorus. So every time I hear that name, that's one of the things I think of. All right. It, anyway, moving on. The Philly Marino Experience versus the Young Studs. Frankie Flynn versus, is it the world's greatest wrestler or the world's worst wrestler? It's a tagline there. Kurt Hurts. It's Kurt Hurts. Don't bury him. It's Kurt Hurts. Parker Pierce versus AJ Gray. Making his minor debut, AJ Gray. The production, Colby Red and Derek Direction versus Weird World, Weird Body, and Worldwide. Who no longer have the undefeated streak. No longer have the undefeated streak. Jonathan Wolf, Malcolm Monroe III, and Myron Reed versus Chase Oliver, Garrison King, and Trey Lamar of No Consequences. And what we can figure as the main event of the night, Glacier versus Joey Janela. It's not marked that the intense title's on the line, but... They posted it was for the intense title. So... on the I'm looking at the graphic itself, and the graphic itself does not say title. I mean, it probably says in the post. I'm just assuming it's for the intense title. We'll go with it. Yeah, screw it. We'll go with it. Well, he's at least coming out as the champion. We didn't do beforehand of what matches we want to talk about. The, but the the first one that I want to talk about is the match that I'm looking forward to. Uh, like I we kind of mentioned, MJF versus Dominic Greeny. I love Dom. And I first seen Maxwell Jacob Friedman in Rockstar when I went. And actually, if you listen to the last episode, he does a run-in on my interview with Ethan Page. We're sitting there talking, and he just comes up, says hi to Ethan, and starts talking into the microphone. And this is something I've heard him do somewhat similar on other podcasts, like The Road Home from Wrestling, which is based out of Dayton, and they go to all the Rockstar shows. Give him a listen. Give him a listen. I know at the end of the year we're going to do a separate episode for the first time ever of like a year in review. And I want to pick award categories and like get people's thoughts on who who should be winning each category. If I were to put best heel of the year of wrestlers we've seen in any promotion, I'm telling you it is a neck and neck, in my opinion, or at least in my race, of MJF and Jackson Argos. That's actually a tough question. MJF's one of them. I really have to put some thought into this one. Mm-hmm. But what I, of any wrestler that I've listened to and watch, see, watch everything they post on social media, top two. Which one's the best one? Technically, MJF will say he's better, and we know it, but it's 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 a toss-up. If I could ever get these two across the ring from each other and give them both microphones, I would love to see what happens. Don't even wrestle. Just have them talk the entire time. <laughs> just have a promo off. Easily um, my favorite, too. So... The funny thing is, 
when I seen him in Rockstar, I mean, he like I said, he interrupted the interview. I seen what he did during the show, how great of a heel he was. And he was put, this motherfucker pushed his shirt to everyone. He had some sort of sales pitch for every person that walked by him. And hats off to the dude. I had no cash on me because I forgot to stop in an ATM. And I didn't think I really needed one. And I basically told him, number one, I'll, if he ever happens to be booked in Cleveland, I'll buy a shirt, and I really hope he does. Want to see? I said, you know, I want to see you in my neck of the woods in AIW. And he said, soon, really soon. Didn't tell me when. And then literally within the week, this match gets announced, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. It just happened to be like two weeks later. Yeah, literally two weeks later. So he's debuting. I'm curious to see how well he does as a heel in AIW. There's going to be a portion of the audience who don't know who he is, and I think he's going to heat it up. I think he's going to make people hate him. So I'm, I'm... People will know who he is within seconds, like, or a couple minutes. He'll get them to be booing. Yeah. I've never seen him live, but I've seen a lot of his work. Obviously. He's going to be a perfect fit. Yeah, he's going to be freaking fantastic. Better than a perfect fit. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be Frankie fantastic. I see. I'm. What I'm hoping is I'm hoping he gets kind of a permanent spot in AEW. Or maybe it's not even right to say the word permanent, because technically nobody's spot in AEW is permanent. Just like a monthly or semi-regular. I, I want to see him constantly in AIW, and not just this show. Imagine him uh, winning the Intense title. I could easily see that happening. He'd be a perfect fit for the Intense division. Especially if, let's say, he is the one who beats Janela. It's not, I mean, obviously it's not going to happen this month or next month, but somewhere down the road, he get, he gets himself a title shot, boom, intense champion, we see him at every show. Again, it's almost, it's not guaranteed every show, because sometimes there's champions that aren't on shows, but... Yeah, but if you're a champion, you're going to be on the most shows possible. Obviously with schedules and everything. You're going to be on the shows. Yeah, and... I think I like what Shayna said before, like, you know, when she won it, like, she's always, she always has to come back to defend it, even if it was going to be once, like, you know, she's got to come back to defend it. So if you didn't, if she was, she had her match and she won, well, you know, she's coming back at least one more time to defend that title. It gets her another spot, like, yeah. on the show. Shit, while we're, while we're talking about uh, AIW debuts, let's talk about friend of the podcast, Joshua Bishop versus Mance Warner. Now, Mance Warner, we, we did receive word from the road home from wrestling that Mance Warner is fantastic. But the funny thing is he's actually wrestled in this area before. I was hoping to see him last weekend, but you know, that didn't happen, but you scheduling issues. Yeah. You've seen him a lot. Tell us about Mance Warner. Fantastic. He's like, Trying to think of the best way to put it. He's kind of like an old southern brawler, basically. For anyone that likes that, he's your guy to look at. Go look up some of his work in IWA Mid-South. That's where his best work's at. He does Mega, too, right? He did one Mega show against uh, Derek, the bull rope match. That's right, because I think I've actually said this before. Um, he, he's a face that I recognize when he came out for Absolution, for the one of the participants of the Lumberjack match. And it seemed like I know you recognized him. Uh, Kevin recognized him. I mean, I recognized kind of who he was, but I just knew, he was one of those people I just knew nothing about. You recognized him, but you really didn't know him. Yeah. Which is fair. Mm-hmm. At least you recognized the guy. Yeah. And it, it's nice to see him also get a shot in AIW. Because he's been, he's another one of those people that's blown up over the last year. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd say September of last year until now. I see his name basically, like, everywhere in the Midwest. 
So why not an AIW? And of course, Joshua Bishop, we've heard a little bit about him here on the show. I got to interview him twice, technically. And one shirt besides uh, NJF that I plan on buying, if Josh has a 3X in his shirt, I'm going to buy that one too. Uh, The Bishop Brigade is building. And fantastic dude. And if you haven't already listened to the interview, check out the interview. It will be available for easier access when the Wrestling Cheers podcast feed comes out. But you can still find it on the Trading Topics Network. If you go to tradingtopicsnetwork.podbean.com, probably one of the easier ways. There's a sidebar, and you can just click on a show, and it'll give you every show or episode of that show. Every show of that episode. Shut up. Every episode of that show, and you can just easier to find. So you might be also, I think you can go on iTunes. I think you type in Joshua Bishop. You're not going to find a lot. So we recorded a lot, talked about a lot. There's so much we talked about off microphone too, that I wish we would have got in, but I could have done another interview basically. Probably could have. It's just, I was having technical difficulties with my laptop. That's always fun. Because it shut off in the middle of the interview. Saved everything, but shut off, and I had to go plug it in, and I wasn't close enough to an outlet, so I had to take it to the kitchen, plug it in, wait, we talked, let it charge up more, and then we finished the interview. At least let's got get, the interview. Yeah. Let's get into this match. Dedication Personified versus the Jollyville Fuckets. I've been waiting for this match since March, when I first heard rumblings of this happening. This is going to be... Amazing, and you just want to see Carson get pounced. Who are you kidding? I mean, it's probably going to be him, and you won't complain at all. We're okay now. I know. I still have to make my jokes. I will say this on a on a personal level: it's weird that his birthday is on the day that it is. Which, well, it's August thirteenth. His birthday is the same day that a friend of mine passed away in a car accident. Literally, when I seen his birthday was that day, I went, oh, of course it is. But I did wish him a happy birthday. I was nice. All right. I I think it's going to be a crazy fucking match. Um, Dr. Dan, I, the only way I can put it is he takes so much beatings, so many beatings. And this will be no exception. And I mean, like I said, Carson took that, that uh, thumbtack super kick and he, he bled worse than I thought he was. He was bleeding so, like the entire match. Yeah. So... Going up against the Jolly Old Fuckets, nothing more than I can I can say about them. If you don't know them, look them up. They'll maybe become one of your favorite tag teams. Probably one of mine. I mean, I, I named one of my fantasy football teams after them, which their name of their team is also named after a fantasy football team. So they're a fun inception there of fantasy football teams. But, inception. Um, highly, highly looking forward to that match. We're already taking up a lot of time. Like, I want to sit there and go through all these matches, but it's just not going to happen. What other matches do you want to talk about? Well, obviously, Glacier versus Janelle, but we can save that. All the six-man tag. Okay. We have Jonathan Wolf, Malcolm Monroe III, and Myron Reed versus Chase Oliver, Garrison King, and Trey Lamar of No Consequences. Hashtag. Hashtag No Consequences. I feel like it's it's the match is very appropriate because... Jonathan Wolf, Malcolm Under the Third, and Myron Reed, they haven't had enough traction in AIW. I feel like Jonathan Wolf, I know very little about him, but he keeps he keeps getting booked, which that's good. Malcolm Under the Third, another guy who is who has, has impressed at these shows. And Myron Reed, I mean, he's only had one match. So nothing much we could say about that, but he's given another opportunity to build on that. And actually, when I seen him at Rockstar, I was like seeing seeing two weeks at AIW. I think he was shocked. He's like, you're going to be in AIW? And I'm like, yeah. Ooh, ooh, fun story. Side note. During that match, or during that show, uh, it was 
if I get the right one, Jake Crist versus Jessica Havoc. And I was sitting there talking with some people, kind of got to become friends with in that small little group that cluster I was in. And I said, I haven't seen the Crists in almost five years. You would have thought that I said the most craziest sentence in the world. One guy looked at me and was like, you haven't seen them in five years? I'm like, yeah, I'm from Cleveland. They haven't been booked since end of 2012, beginning of 2013. Like November 2012 was the last time they were booked. Was it November? Was it that sh- I thought it was... Or it might have been December. December. I thought it was uh, end of the world. Yeah, see, I always kind of just blend together. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, I haven't seen these guys in forever. And I was upset because freaking Dave was in Japan. How dare he go to Japan? Hey, I'm, I'm happy for him being in Japan. But legit, one of the reasons why I booked that of going down there was because of him. So it's, and actually the main event that got scrapped of Sammy, what, pretty much OI4K versus AK, Havoc, and Nevaeh. And then when she, and I said it before, when Nevaeh got injured, I, I wanted them to find a way to get Sassy Steffi in there so we could have OI4K versus the Midwest Militia. I really wanted that to happen. Find where, where Steffi's at. Oh, Canada. You can find her at Tim Hortons. Anyway, back to this match. Hey-o. <laughs> um, Myron Reed, like I said, he only had you know one match. And I feel like this is... They're getting an, another try in AIW, another shot, another match. And I feel like with guys like Jonathan Wolf and Malcolm Monroe, we might not see them at regular shows, but we, we can see them in these these bar shows and they can build on that we won't see them at regular shows yet not yet yeah this is the place to really prove like are you guys good enough to be at a regular show yeah which the scary thing is i think wolf's only 17 or 18 yeah well i mean everybody in this match is pretty young this is literally just a group of insanely talented young guys Mm -hmm. and then of course we have no consequence chase oliver who has impressed many in his his short tenure in AIW so far, Garrison King. I feel like there's not, nothing much we could say about him. It's Garrison King. Love, love what love what he does. He hasn't had a lot of time to shine, and that was kind of explained recently on the AIW podcast. But I'm hoping that gives him more opportunities coming up to shine. And he's he's slowly turning it up one notch at a time. And I I mean I for one like it. He's improving a lot. Yeah. I think I've said before, the tag team that I really wanted to see was him and PB. I felt like, yeah, it would have been like a, a Brett and Diesel thing. Not a Brett and Diesel, Sean and Diesel thing. It, but in my head, I kind of think of the cartoon element of it. Where you have the like the big muscle, and then you have the sh- smaller guy who's kind of the mouth or the leader of it. I thought that's what we could have had with these two. They had one match, and that was it. Oh, uh, well, no, 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 no. They had two. They had two. Double there. Okay. Okay, yeah, double that count. That's true. That's true. It might not have been a sing like a just a regular tag, but they did mm-hmm. team together in that. And uh, can't forget Trailer too. All these guys are young. I mean, they're, I'm pretty sure the the average age of this match is closer to your age than my age. And that says something. Yes, because they're all scary young in this match. Mm-hmm. A very well easily candidate of match of the night. Early candidate. We'll see how the match plays out, but we've seen what guys like Wolf, Monroe, hell, hell, all, what all of them have done at shows. They've all impressed in one form or another, and now we're going to put them in the ring together and say, do your stuff. Go kill each other. <laughs> My wrong. Um, That's what this is going to be. True, true. 
Any other match you want to talk about? Um, uh, I picked one year's turn to go. I already chose my match that I'm looking forward to. I already picked two. Technically, I picked three. I'm excited for the entire show. It's wrestling. Yeah, it is. And all honesty, like, there's not... A lot of these matches, there's, there's nothing much we can say about them. Like, the Duke versus Big Tuan Tucker. Uh, Big Tuan Tucker was supposed to be a part of No Consequences, but they replaced him for Rich Homie Juice, AJ Gray. And Tuan, I, I don't know if he has to prove himself out, other, uh, outside of that within the company. You beat the Duke, you get on a main show. Yeah. So we'll... We'll see how he does against the Duke. Duke is, you know, kayfabe aside, is great working with younger talent, helping develop them in AIW. So we'll see where this matchup goes. Um, other ones we've talked about, Frankie Flynn versus Kurt Hertz. Kurt Hertz hasn't had many matches in AIW. He was part of the crazy six-way at Back to the Future Cup that only had two ropes. <laughs> uh, there was that match and Tequila Jack show against the Duke. Speaking of the Duke, there he is again. <laughs> uh, Frankie Flynn, he's he's good in the ring, and he's he's going to he's probably going to help mold Kurt Hertz into something, and maybe this will give Kurt Hertz some sort of purpose going up against a guy like Frankie Flynn, and maybe we won't be surprised if the production's not too far behind, which is another match that we have the production versus Weird World. I feel like Weird World self-explanatory, fantastic dudes. Uh, everybody loves loves them. I don't I don't know if I've ever heard someone say I don't like the weird world. There's people I've been guaranteed. I'm gonna we're gonna get tweets now at Wrestling Cheers on Twitter that you know they don't like them. Fine, but you're wrong. You're <laughs> you're wrong. Most people love Weird World and production. This would be their first time together in a match in AW. So we'll see how good they do. The Young Studs versus the Philly Marino Experience. Oh, I hope the Philly Marino experience don't die. Another t- come down to it. Another you know tag team of fun dudes, and they're going up against two veterans in a- of AIW, Eric Ryan and Bobby Beverly. Beverly's still on his return run to AIW mm-hmm. after being gone for what, like three years? No, not three years. I think he was gone. Well, wrestling wise, maybe because remember he was for two years for a while. For a while, he was just coming out with Dick Justice. It was yeah, it was two years because like. Yeah. After Gauntlet, he just sort of disappeared. Yeah. Uh, another match, Parker Pierce versus AJ Gray. AJ, I mean, AJ Gray is fucking fantastic. And Parker Pierce, I think we've seen two matches from. The debut match at Back to the Future Cup and last Kill Jack show against Frankie Flynn. Yep. And, and the for, only match... For people that think AJ Gray is from Cleveland, he is not. He is from Tennessee. He drives off here. That's going off on yeah, Facebook post he made last night. It's amazing the the dedication that he has had to get his name out there. All um, dude puts in so much work just to get his name uh, like on a show. It's crazy. Yeah, like he, you know, like he bartended. I, I was told for a year at AW. Like I don't really ever go buy alcohol at these shows. So I and I hardly ever buy pizza. I do from time to time. Half time, I just wait for the end of the show and just pick out. But uh, for him to do all that, and especially he wasn't booked for Absolution. He was at a last minute. Yeah, yeah, that we know of, but he came up for the Arn Anderson seminar. Came all the way up from Tennessee for the Arn Anderson seminar. That's dedication. Personified. Personified. <laughs> and that's, you know, helped get him onto the show. So I don't know who he's riding up with for this. He might just be coming by himself. Maybe. Does he have a car? Yeah. 
That's another good point. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd seen the post. Uh, for those who don't know, I believe he got in a car accident over the weekend, totaled his car. He's okay. Someone... He is okay, though. He just <laughs> doesn't have a car currently. Probably, if I'm guessing, probably has to have some sort of rental. So Because he's not going to miss an AIW booking. No. Then we have main event of the night, Glacier versus Joey Janela. Uh, dream match waiting to happen will happen. Granted, it's mostly Joey Janela's dream match, but it's still happening. It's going to be entertaining. It's, much, it's, much it's like Glacier in an AIW ring. I mean, do you know who Glacier is? I do. <laughs> Going back to the preview episode where we asked you, do you even know? I'm smarter than yeah. most wrestling fans my age. Yeah. I mean, you might figure he's a, you know, a Mortal Kombat ripoff, character ripoff. Wait, he isn't? <laughs> Dang it. I've been lied to. This definitely sh- will be the main event, and it'll be interesting to see. I mean, how I don't... I don't know how Glacier has held up since WCW. I mean, I know he's still out there. He's He is on Twitter, and I think I just recently followed him, so I don't remember any of his tweets offhand. I will go actually check to see what his Twitter is. Um, Yeah, main event of the night, Joey Janela, bad boy Joey Janela, versus Glacier, and Caden is going with, that is for the Intense Championship. I'm just reading off the graphic that I saved eventually be helping to promote on instagram so i don't have that part down as caden's doing that I'm still looking i i feel like that that match sells itself so let's go back through the card really quick and pick our winners the duke versus big twan tucker i'm going with the duke i'm gonna go with big twan gotta earn a spot on a main show somehow might as well beat the duke dedication personified versus the jollyville fuckets who you got um jollyville I'm going to agree with you on Jollyville. Still want to try and get back in the tag title picture. I, I think that aspect of it, and, you know, they just lost a match with five students on it. I don't think that happens again. Nope. Joshua Bishop versus Mance Warner. Bishop Brigade rides again. So I'm going with. As much as I want Mance to win, I'm going with Bishop. MJF versus Dominic Greeny. I got to go with an uh, impressive debut by Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Feinstein Friedman. Mr. Three Different Last Names. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Dom, because he's been on a pretty good roll. Uh, Tequila Jacks, Music Links, whatever it is now. The Philly Marino Experience versus the Young Studs. What do you got? Uh, young Studs, because they've only lost once since reforming, I believe. Not counting the 10-man, they've only lost once in regular tag competition. And one, uh, was, what do you call that, uh? Match thrown out against the Fuckets? Yeah, that was just thrown out. Like, no one lost. No one won. No contest. I'll go with the Philly Marino experience. Frankie Flynn versus Kurt Hertz. What do you got? Kurt Hertz is going to win via double moon salt. <laughs> I'm going to go Frankie Flynn. Uh, you know who's not on this card? PB. I was thinking about that. Where is PB Smooth? Parker Pierce versus AJ Gray. I'm going rich. Homie Juice. AJ Gray. I'm with you there. If there's someone that can become intense champ, AJ Gray. Ooh, that'd be that'd be interesting. The production Colby Red and Derek Direction versus Weird World, Weird Body, Evan Adams, and Worldwide. Worldwide, Alex Kellar. Make sure you go to Thrift Shorter Jobber on Etsy and eBay. I think eBay. <laughs> Use promo code Worldwide and you save ten percent on your order. I'm gonna go let's say the streak. Well, it's over, but the the one blemish performance at Tequila Jack slash Music Links of Real World will continue to shine. I'm agreeing. Jonathan Wolf, Malcolm Monroe the Third, and Myron Reed 
versus Chase Oliver, Garrison King, and Trey Lamar. Who do you got? No consequences. I'll I'll go Wolf, Monroe, and Reed. And then Glacier versus Joey Janela for the AIW Intense Championship, according to Caden. Just in case someone comes back to me and says, no, it's not. That's what he said. I will go Wolf again. But Glacier versus Joey Janela, I'm going to go with the bad boy, Joey Janela. I am agreeing with this. And all of that will be, once again, this Friday, August 18th, at Music Links, formerly Tequila Jack, 7.30 bell time, 7865 Plains Road, Menor on the Lake, Ohio. But the fun in AIW does not stop there. We have some other things going around AIW. Uh, first up afterwards, we have Russell Rager 2 Electric Boogaloo featuring the AAW debut of the hardcore icon, the Sandman, Saturday, August 26, 2017, 5 o'clock bell time at Now That's Class, 11213 Detroit Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, it, it, as far as I understand, it's going to be a brawl for all. But because we have Andy Williams of Every Time I Die versus Dominic Greeny. That's all the so far. Yep, that's it. And after that, we will be back at Our Lady of Mount Carmel on Friday, September 15th, 7.30 bell time for Cool as Ice featuring the Iceman, Dean Malenko. Once again, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, 1355 West 70th Street, Cleveland, Ohio. That is the current schedule for AIW in the coming month. Yep, pretty much. Every month. Yep, month as of this recording, one month from today, we will be at that show. The official match announcement for Glacier vs. Genoa, AIW Intense Championship match. Okay, Caden was correct. But as you can see, it's not on the graphic. And yeah, that's, no, it's not. Well, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what match are you looking forward to the most? As I, I did ask people on Twitter what their top matches were for Absolution and what uh, matches they're looking for, or match they're looking forward to at this show. What match are you looking forward to the most? Even though you probably already said it. The six-man tag. That's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I've been pitching some stuff to Chase Oliver. Uh, at, if I butcher your name, I'm sorry, at Andrew Wolms, W-O-L-E-N-S. Uh, for episode 12, he said his favorite matches were the main event, old AIW versus new AIW, Janela versus Daniels, bull rope match, and Kingston versus Lawler. Pod Van Dam said their top five matches were Shayna versus Mia, no surprise there. Old AIW versus New AIW, tag team four way match, Janela and Daniels, and Dom versus Duke. Match he is looking forward to the most. Both Pod Van Dam and at Rick Nelson21 on Twitter agree with me. Dom versus MJF. And I want to pull up, I don't, I think, I know I put it on Facebook and I don't think anybody said anything, which you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash wrestling cheers. One thing I'm, I'm actually trying to do is do more organic posts from Facebook. It used to be 90%, if not 99% of the posts that came on Facebook were just tweets from Twitter. I'm now going in and making posts directly for Facebook now. So hoping, helping that get a little bit better type of algorithm, a little better performance. Nobody commented on Facebook, even though we did get a share that of our two questions. So we said our, we said our five matches. We said a match we're looking forward to. 
I guess that leads us to the end of the show. Any final thoughts or last-minute plugs, Caden? Uh, this show is going to be good. This is almost wrestling show 40 for me. Find me on Twitter and basically everything at KVR216. You want to plug any other show you're on? At Weekly W Podcast on Twitter. The episodes drop somewhere Thursday, Friday. It changes every week because our recording schedule's not good. And I haven't actually been on there for a couple weeks because of health stuff. But yeah, go give them a listen. They're still fantastic. And of course, you can find myself at Heavyset330 on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. And if you just throwing this out there, if you do add me on Facebook, send me some sort of message either on Facebook or on Twitter that you're going to send me a friend request. Cause I've actually, every so once in a while I get friend requests from other AIW fans. And you know, before this podcast, even with the actual round the Halloween report, I would still be like, ah, I don't know who you are. I'm not adding you, but I've gotten to a point where I just have to go, well, they might know me from the podcast. So I have to add, I don't say I have to add it, but it's, it's nice. And if someone says, Hey, I'm adding you like, it's me. So I go, okay. Cause I don't, I don't like doing random ads. Yeah, this is That's, I, that also applies for me too. Because I get a couple of friend requests. I see they have a lot of mutual friends that I don't know who they are. Yeah, and the thing is, when people add wrestlers, a lot of them automatically add. Like the wrestlers automatically add because they figure they're fans. So when I see a lot of wrestlers, I go, okay, are you a fan? Like, what are what are you? So what are you? If you're gonna, do, yeah, if you're gonna do that, send me some sort of message. You can even send messages on any of the platforms that uh, wrestling cheers is on at wrestling cheers on Twitter, wrestling cheers on Instagram and facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, where you can send messages. No Snapchat there for that. I thought about it. I'm like, I could do a wrestling cheers Snapchat. But the only problem is you can't go from one account to the other easly. So as of right now, there will not be a wrestling cheers Snapchat. We will have Instagram though. I mean, I we do have it. it. I'll just change my name on there. No, I I mean, if we wanted to post videos, you, I mean, technically, which actually works out, we can do the same stuff on Instagram, pretty much. Like the quick videos and everything. I mean, granted, you do the videos, too, just you post to your private, which you are more than welcome to post. I have too much social media i got to remember to use. I know. I have a lot of social media. Oh, me too. Me too. So that will do it for us here on the brand new TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Is it brand new if it's been so, around for a couple months now? Oh, 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 Trending Topics Network has been around since beginning of 2012 the website was built i forget how many years ago it's a it's a joke within the other podcast if you would listen to them i'm not saying like down that you that you don't i mean it's whatever but i know the other a lot of the episodes it came a joke that it was the brand new even though it's not brand new at all that's the joke it's not brand new yeah so training topic thank you for listening to wrestling cheers on the brand new training topics network.com wrestling cheers where everybody knows your name and hashtag no consequences thanks later thanks